Welcome to Go Rangers Radio, where the New York Rangers are always the talk of the town. If you bleed red, white, and Rangers blue, stand with Chesty. Follow the bread man and know how to spell Capo Caco. Then you've tuned to the right place. And now, here are your handsome hosts, Kevin Delury and Paul Cuthbert. They're not always going to get it right. But you can be damn sure they'll pretend they are. Now, let's go Rangers Radio. Yeah, welcome to Go Rangers Radio. Broadcasting live from the Go Hockey Media Studios in New York, baby. Yours truly, Mr. Paul Cuthbert, and everybody, please say hello to your friend and mine, Mr. Kevin DeLore, KD, 50 Shows! Happy 50th episode to us, happy 50th episode to us, happy 50th episode to us. Excellent job, brother. Wow, and I know you've been practicing for almost a week week and a half now. All week. Woohoo! Fifty, wow. baby. Fifty. Oh, we're almost as many episodes as you are old, Paulie. Almost there. Ah, uh, yes, I'm one year older than our <laughs> than our amount of episodes. Yes. Thanks oh man, that up, hurts, buddy. buddy. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, buddy. <laughs> no thanks problem. I'm I'm 44, so you know you're one of the few guys who are who are older than me. I could you know give you crap about on Twitter. <laughs> you know, on Twitter we got all these young whippersnappers that I got to deal with all day long. You know. It's good to have an old guy out there. Some of the old guard. Thanks, man. I don't look old, though. I'm a very handsome 51. You don't look a day over 70. (laughs) You are. You're a Grinch, my friend. You know, when we first first met, not first met, but when we first met to talk about the podcast, and you brought your son son along, I thought it was your grandson. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. Glad we're doing this tonight. I didn't know it was, uh, you know. I'm in, roasting, I'm in the roasting mood, my friend. You sure are, man. Good. I don't mind that. I like that kind of KD. That means maybe we'll have a, a little fun tonight, and uh, maybe you won't be <laughs> your whining, boring self. Oh! Nice. So here we are. First and foremost, uh, 50 episodes. Uh, this is a trip. This has been great, and we can't oh, awesome. thank the fans enough for uh, the reason we're doing our 50th episode yeah, it's not because of you guys. It's me and Kevin have huge egos. And we love hearing each other's voices. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we were out of the spotlight for a while. You know, you doing the podcasting thing, me and my blog. And we're like, yeah, we miss all the accolades. And, you know, people tweet at me all the time and tell me how great I am. I needed that again in my life, you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we do it, folks. Exactly. Now, exactly. Yeah. No, it's it's a trip. And I, I tell you what, uh, our, the, sh- the timing tonight for the 50th show, um, lining up with the announcement of not only the league coming back, but the schedule being released today uh, is just phenomenal. Uh, we're all excited in hockey world. We've got hockey, and we got to start there. And just, you know, now me and KD, more than anything, and I would have to say, look, all our podcasts and brothers out there, all the beat writers, uh, everybody's involved in hockey now. There's no more... Maybe this will happen. What if that will happen? Hope this happens. This might happen. Who knows? But now, in a couple of weeks here, 
they're going to start stepping on the ice and playing meaningful hockey, and that's the best part of it, and that's what me and Katie love more than anything. And we can't wait, and hopefully you guys are all going to join us in 2021. And, and, you know, we're doing the show tonight. We're going to take a break next week for the holidays and chill, and then we're going to come back January 6th, and we're just going to go gangbusters from there. Training camps, players coming in. So much great stuff to talk about, but uh, we just did want to start tonight and just say thank you to everybody for um, for supporting us. Um, the, the downloads and the listenership has been amazing, and um, so this is a lot of fun. So season one is ending tonight, and we're coming back in 2021 you know, with season two and a brand new NHL season. And your New York Rangers, KD, are you psyched? Are you ready? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's been real fun talking like Mark Messier and, and weed and, and, you know, Gretzky's dad's house getting broken into and stuff. But, you know, <laughs> we started this podcast to talk Rangers and celebrate the Rangers and our enjoyment and our love and passion of the Rangers and, and, and they haven't been playing (laughs) and it's been, it's been tough. I mean, it's been a tough, you know, whatever it's been at this point, four months, you know, without any games. So, you know, I I am like everyone else, just so fired up that we're going to start seeing games. January 13th is, is the beginning of, of the season. And uh, we'll start with the Islanders. Gang, starting gangbusters. You can't start the season any better than against the Islanders. You couldn't ask for anything more. Back to backs against the Islanders on the 14th, 16th. Let's do it. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, just just that phrase. Uh, you know, back to back versus the New York Islanders to start the season, which is going to be great. Or as I, you know, as you know, uh, Steve Summers. Uh, loves to call them, and I always love calling them the Icelanders. So um, <laughs> it'll be great, man. I just, man, it's, you know, you, you, you wait so long for this. And now to, you know, and I got to tell you, just seeing the kids starting to play, even the exhibition games uh, today and, and last night, just seeing hockey again on the ice, it was just great. I mean, it's just, it's, I don't know how to express it. I mean, even last night, too, just uh, there was hockey on. Uh, the NBA started last night. Uh, NFL was on just for this, you know, craziness that everybody's been through. And just to get, it was like, wow, it's it's actually a normal winter's December night there uh, with all the sports that usually would be playing. Obviously, no NHL with the juniors playing, but it's great. And we and we get the juniors here. We talked about it last week, a couple of Rangers prospects playing, and, and we'll be looking out for them here over the next two weeks. And then it's going to run right into the league starting. And, um, look, we're, we're going to go in and out of it as much as we can here tonight. We'll talk about the schedule. We'll talk about, um, you know, just our, our thoughts on, on, on how this is going to unfold. And, uh, you know, uh, a couple of things that KD wants to talk about, too. Some rumors that are out there and stuff. Uh, we got helmet ads. We got all these different things that are going on. But, KD, I want to I start with you as, as you start seeing the reports coming out that um, – you know the league is 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 starting, and then obviously the schedule going today. I mean, where, take us from where you, how you felt when you know uh, they announced it, and then and and what you thought of just looking at the schedule real quick today. Yeah, I mean it's it's just pure excitement for the season um, starting. Like I mentioned, it's it's been tough for hockey fans and and just dealing with this off this extended off season. Uh, especially anybody who is like you mentioned, you get, you get the beat writers and the bloggers and the podcasters and, 
you know, we're trying to fill up time here and, and, and episodes about the Rangers. But, you know, we've done this because we want to watch games and analyze games and discuss games, that kind of thing. So, you know, just just an absolute excitement um, for the upcoming season. I, you know what I'm really excited about, too? And, and you mentioned that the basketball star, I was watching a little of the of the Nets game. I just like seeing them back in their own arena. So I, I, that to me is just going to be, you know, we saw them in the bubble last year in this sort of static environment where they all played in the same place. And then it was, it was whatever it was blah. And, you know, we get to see, and we, we can't go, but we're going to get to see the Rangers in the garden again, which, which heightens my excitement to, to see them on the garden ice again and to see them, you know, at the different arenas, at the see them in Philly or, you know, on the, I don't even know where the Islanders are playing this year. They got like 20 different arenas. Some they can play at, some they can't play. I don't know what the hell's going on. But, you know, just to see them in a different arena in the different nights is, is just, just fantastic. And I just can't express how excited I am for what's going on. And yeah, you know, the, the schedule came out, which is another level of you know my euphoria here you know but at the same time it was like well you knew they were going to be who the teams they were going to be playing and you knew they were going to be playing them eight times so there wasn't really much sort of excitement or surprise to the schedule you know especially because we can't really go to the games now i know larry brooks i just before tweeted out that i think the rangers had had announced that there won't be any fans up until February 28th. You know, I think that that probably goes the full season. And that really, they really have no say in the matter. That's going to be up to Cuomo, you know, as to whether or not it happens. So, you know, a lot of times when the schedule comes out, you look through the games and, you, and you're trying to pick which games you want to go to. So I, I, while, you know, we're all pumped and excited, I feel like the schedule came out. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I knew that this was going to happen and I can't pick a game I want to go to. Because we can't go to games, but, you know, I don't mean to uh, damper anybody's parade here, but, you know, that was my, my first thought was, like, yeah, I knew they were going to play these teams. I do find it interesting. I do like, you know, I mentioned the Islanders back-to-back, that, and that was something we, we've discussed in prior episodes, that it's going to be sort of like baseball, where you have these two-game series, and, and the Rangers have a number of those um, throughout the schedule. So that that's a little bit of a of a nuance or new thing to this to the schedule that I'm looking forward to is these these sort of back to backs you know the division the Rangers are in they pretty much have bad blood with all the teams anyway but when you play a team two nights in a row I think it heightens that so that is something with this new schedule where we're only going to be playing these same teams within their division I, I think that by the end of the year they are really all going to hate each other even more than they normally do. And that's phenomenal. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Just it is. ratchet that... it up. And you know, get, I mean, you look at the Islanders here in the beginning, we, we play them the, the first two, the first two nights there. And, and then one quick one with the devils. Then it's a couple of pit, couple of Buffalo, couple of pit again, Washington, New Jersey. And then one game with the Islanders in February. And then we don't see the Islanders again until April. So, you know, these first couple of games, you want to get as pumped up into them as much as possible, and you want to try and get bragging rights as soon as you can, especially us fans, you know. So hopefully they're going to pound the crap out of them. 
But uh, you know, there is going to be yeah. A bit they of a don't break play. There. They don't play at the Islanders until that game in April, yeah. which is weird. I mean, that's I mean, for only playing these, you know, within the division to not play at the Islanders until April is is definitely a little bit of a quirk within the scheduling. And where are they playing? The Islanders are only playing in Brooklyn this year. Is that that's what's happening, right? I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I have not even looked into it. And I got to be honest with you. I'm a Rangers fan. I don't care. I don't care where they're playing. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. Just like you don't yeah, know but... where the Devils play, you know. <laughs> I am. I am Touche, uh, my friend. Touche. Yeah, look, um, look, I, I especially, you know, doing this show with you and building this thing and then the, and the, and the break that we had to go through, you know, just for everybody. And again, not making light of COVID and everybody's been affected by it and everything else and how serious it is. But, you know, a team that we do this show because we, we can't, we can't wait now. We can't wait to, to, to see how these guys start showing up and start skating. And, you know, I'm sitting back and I'm watching some of the U S game last night and a little bit of the Austria game here this afternoon. And it's just, it's just freaking great, man. Just, you know, you're a hockey fan. You just love this. You love the juice of it. You know, I think you bring up just a great point, which I probably really didn't think of. But there's going to be something really special about that, the fact of watching the Rangers with the Rangers logo, the Rangers ice. It doesn't necessarily really matter so much about, you know, um, the fans not being there. And we'll see what happens, you know, you know, spring and May. Hey, look, I, I think in general the NHL is just hoping that somewhere – I think, look, the whole country is hoping by the time we get to April, May, and June, and July – you know, between lining things up with uh, hopefully the, the vaccine gets pushed out and, and just, you know, hope we get through this winter here and, and, and obviously the cases come down and, and we have a better management of it. And then hopefully that, you know, capacity to everything, you know, whether it's entertainment, hopefully we just get some sort of normalcy back. But if it works out for the NHL and, and respectively for the NBA and then with the Major League Baseball starting um, and the fans can start getting back into the arenas back then. That's great, and all of us will be sitting here watching hockey from January, February, March, and April, and and just getting used to that. And it'll be psyched. Can you imagine when the gates are open? And let's specifically say here up in the Northeast. Now they're talking about probably having fans, like some of the other. You know, I don't know what they're going to do down in Tampa, Dallas, uh, Carolina. Uh, I believe they're letting fans in because they've just got different levels of um, you know uh, quarantine rules down there. But could you imagine what it'll be like here in New York around that time? Not only with the nice weather coming back, but if we can start going back to seeing, you know, games and just those. Uh, that's also going to be something hopefully we can all cross our fingers and look forward to as well. So this is kind of like a it's kind of like a great thing that's going on here. Our favorite sports coming back. Our favorite team is getting to, to play again. Um, but there's also a, hopefully a light at the end of the tunnel for the country as a whole. Uh, as far as us all getting back to normal. And you sit back here as fans, you, you watch what the M Major League Baseball did, what hockey did, NBA football still kind of dealing with it. I think uh, in the NBA already, and, you know, COVID could still pop its rear, rear its real ugly head here uh, over the next, uh, you know, couple of months here. It's already happened with the NBA. They've already had to reschedule two games already. And they really just started, uh, you know, last night. But anyway, one way or the other, uh, bravo to the NHL. They made us sweat out a little bit. NHLPA, they're doing this. And we're going to see games, and again, on, on, on the backside here of the junior tournament, uh, just hockey coming back, watching live hockey, watching real stories, and again, not talking about, you know, marijuana and houses getting broken into and, <laughs> and all that other stuff. 
It is. It, it, it's exciting, and uh, I, I can't wait. We're going to take this little break next week, but I can't wait to come back on the 6th and just fire things up. Yeah, I, I know probably not everybody is happy to see that a couple of teams are, are going to allow fans into the arenas, but I, I'm actually looking forward to it. I, I, I hope it works, and I hope that the fact that it will work um, will lead to other teams doing it as well. I, and, and look, they have to do it safe where they're spreading everybody out, and they've done it in the NFL. And I know that, that it's outside, so it's a completely different animal. But between the vaccine and, you know, getting a couple of fans in and spreading them out, and hopefully you're not seeing any, you know, transmission there between fans. And, and, and I think if you spread them out and they're wearing masks, it really shouldn't be a problem. Because if you look at the schools, not to get into a whole COVID conversation now, but one of the safer places to be right now are in schools, if you look at the numbers. Um, so if, if they could do it right within the arenas where they're only letting some people in and they're spreading them out and everyone has to wear masks, you know, I, I think hopefully they can make it work. And like you said, by springtime with the vaccine and, and showing that, that they could do this safely, you could start seeing some, you know, some of the crowd, you know, a little bit of a crowd you know, in MSG, and again, that'll all come down to, like you said, the policies in that particular state and what Cuomo is going to do in New York. But if he does allow, you know, MSG to, to get some fans in, you know, just to hear that pot van sucks whistle will be something, <laughs> man. That that will be fun. And I'm sure the first person the Rangers are going to let in is Dancing Larry. And, and, <laughs> and, and, you know, I know we all kill the guy for what he does up there, but goodness, I, I will be the first person standing and cheering for that guy dancing. Oh my, that's you know, it, again. You, know. you can't stand <laughs> because, <it's> Larry. <laughs> because it's been way too long uh before uh since there's been a game at MSG and there's been a crowd in the stands. So um I'm fired up. I hope that you know everything continues to uh trend in, in the right direction. Vaccine, we get some fans in, in the stands and, and, and the numbers start going down and and look, we have the holidays here, so you know maybe things will go get bad initially. But um, you know, I, I I tend to think as the season goes on, the numbers will go down, and 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 we'll start seeing some fans in the crowd and in in the arenas, and that'll be awesome. Yeah, and I I also credit like I think you got to do this. I think you know just you know as a country, and you know whether you know sports and entertainment is a big part of this too. I mean, they're going to take the the best procedures that they possibly can as far as <clears throat> testing. The hubs, they're going to do this, you know, as best they can. And like I said, I give them credit just to go ahead and do it. Because if you don't do it, you, you don't, you have to come up with plans. You have to, you know, all right, we tried this, this didn't work. Oh, let's pull back here a little bit and let's go in a different direction. Whereas if you just, if you don't do anything and you sit there and you scratch your head and go, ah, man, I, you know, um, you, you can't find the, the answers out. You have to kind of do things. You don't want to put anybody's life in danger, obviously. Um, you know, it's been eight, nine months here and, you know, just hopefully, like I said, it's, it's, it's getting better. And again, I, like you said, we don't want to ramble too on the COVID thing, but it is, it's a major factor because it, it it's affecting obviously all the things that we like and do. And, and particularly here with sports, um, you know, we, it's, it has to be part of the conversation because it could change things on a dime. So we'll stay positive. I'm positive. I think by the time we get to the spring, I think things are going to be good. good. And I specifically think things are going to be good here in the Northeast just because I think, you know, everybody around here has done 
as pretty damn close of a good job as they possibly could in terms of dealing with uh, what we're going through. So we sit back and, and we watch. Is there anything, um, KD, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, it's only going to start now here as far as guys uh, traveling in. And obviously uh, there's a couple of logistical things that the league has to do here in terms of, um, you know, where will the all-Canadian division play? Um, you know, that's got to be squared away here too. And then um, just seeing how, um, you know, these these – all these organizations now have to start getting going. I mean, we can talk a little bit about the, um, the advertising on the on the on the helmets now too. Uh, all these different things that we're going to say. I think just in general, I don't think it matters. And I'll you know I'll, I'll wait to hear your take on the helmet advertising too. But I I don't I don't care. I just can't wait for them to start playing again. I just can't wait to start seeing, you know the uh, the the you know the. Pre-game talk, you know, even even MSG, you know, you talk about them playing at home, uh, the the Ranger logo, the building, uh, you know, looking forward to Bill Pito and uh, Valley and and Sam and Joe and um and and John Gino and Dave Maloney and all that, everything that's part of you know MSG Networks, the Rangers coming back, that whole that whole vibe um, is just going to be great to to welcome back and, and get excited to you know to um, you know to just experience again. And then uh, more than anything else, you know, the guys on the ice, you know. So we uh, we know a couple of guys are in town, and um, my boy Georgiev, he's he's on his way too. So, uh, you know, we got some we got some fun stuff to talk about. Is there any way you want to particularly want to start as far as teams, players, or do you want to talk about this helmet thing real quick just to get your take on that in, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, that being a part of the, uh, the league coming back? All I know is I better see a White Claw wave <laughs> on sitting on a range of helmet or I'm going to be a hundred percent against all these advertisements. <laughs> Cause that's the only thing I want to see on that. Now I, I have no problem with ads on helmets on jersey, whatever is going to help the league and, and continue to bring in or find a different revenue stream. And, and unfortunately, because there's been no hockey, we we've discussed this stuff. Um, and look, if that's a way that, they need to bring in money during this time of COVID where you don't have fans in the arenas and, you know, obviously your TV uh, contract isn't, you know, up to where the NBA is or the NFL is. So you don't have those type of dollars rolling in. That's fine. I mean, get creative with it. Not that ads are, are creative, but look, if you, if you got to put them on helmets or you have to put them on the jerseys and, and, and wherever else you need to put them to bring in additional revenue, I'm fine with it. I, I, you know, I know a lot of traditionalists and I, and I do uh, see myself as being that type of person, uh, more of the traditionalist. But, you know, look, if, if you love hockey and this is the way to keep it going, you love the NHL, you love the Rangers, then guess what? You'll deal with seeing, you know, a chase sticker on on the Rangers helmet from now on. We you know, we got we all hated the advertisements when they went on the white boards. You know, we all love the old school boards when they were just white. And now there's ads all over them. Guess what? Nobody cares. And they started putting the hologram on the glass behind the nets. And we all complained about it. But after like three games, nobody cared. So it'll be the same thing with the advertisements on the helmets and then they'll be on the jerseys and, and, and it, it really won't matter as long as it keeps hockey going and it keeps the Rangers playing. Um, I really don't care. 
I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you. I mean, I'm a purist with the NHL too, but I, I don't care. Whatever they got to do, put, put the advertisement. The only place I don't like advertising, and you can see it in the European League and uh, in the KHL, is the, uh, I believe the Scandinavian, Scandinavian Leagues do too, is, is the paint on the ice. Like they have it all over the place. And, I, you know, to me that just looks disgusting. But, you know, any, anywhere else, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of okay with it. You know what I'm saying? Fly some blimps yeah, during the game. I'm with you We're on it. Down There's, on the ice. I, you know, the, the T-shirt blimps, you can fly a few of those in between uh, stoppages of play. Whatever you got to do. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that that all over the ice is a little bit too much. I can see it. I don't know how that doesn't screw up, like, the officials where, you know. There's no helping the like, officials wait, no the matter blue what. Line? You know, there's a whole – there's like a <laughs> – there's, there's like a Red Bull logo, like going through the center of the ice. I don't know if the, you're on sides or off sides, but you know, yeah, I, I, whatever it has to be done. Like I said, I, I'm just excited for the season to start, get some Rangers out there, Lafreniere, get him out there, scoring 40 goals this year. Woohoo! No pressure. Kako, 35 goals, no 35. pressure. <laughs> Gurgiev. Handing Shesterkin the water bottle in between timeouts. <laughs> I can't wait, man, for that that whole thing to kind of just take place, man. It's it's going to be so much fun, and I think that's that's like you know more than anything here. We can, you know, to 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 look at the schedule here and predict this and predict that or whatever. It's just to me, it's just can't wait till they get back to game. I can't wait to start yelling at Quinn. Can't wait. Can't wait and to you're, I tell you what, with these back-to-backs that they have going on, I mean, you are going to need your backup goalie, who for the Rangers is Gergiev. He's he's obviously the backup. Come on. And <laughs> but you know, with, with the way the season is set up, you're going to need him. Um, you're going to need both goaltenders, and they're both going to be need to be on the top of their game, especially with well, this listen division. To you. And we hey, the, the only it. reason the only reason we're keeping you around, Georgiev, is because we're going to you know we're going to need you. <laughs> After Shesterkin beats Buffalo uh, or the Bruins, the first game of the back-to-back, we can just throw him out there because the second game doesn't matter. <laughs> we need to keep Shesterkin fresh for the next series against the Capitals. At least we don't see Boston until February 10th, so <laughs> at least we'll get our legs together a little bit. <laughs> so we'll have false hope lead- running into that? I, <laughs> I tell you what, man, I will say this about the schedule. You know, you gotta get on you gotta get on run, man. If you if you fall into a hole those first 10, 15 games, man, you, you don't have that that luxury like, you know, you might have even, you know, in years past with a full schedule and maybe you make some of those games up and but this is gonna be this is gonna be the challenge. And more than anything, and we talked about this too, we didn't know what kind of game schedule was gonna come out. And, you know, for the Rangers, the young Rangers, and on and on and on about the gimme year this year and, and everything else. But, you know, if the Rangers can freaking hang in there and they can go pretty hot out of the first, you know, 10, 15 games, get some confidence. What's to say they can't come out on top in this freaking division, baby? Dude. <laughs> come on. What do you mean? I, I... I love the Rangers, and I and I and I pride myself in being a a positive Ranger fan. If anybody's been listening to this podcast for the last fifty episodes, knows that I you know I'm carrying Quinn's water. 
I'm I'm rooting for the Rangers above all odds, but uh, they're gonna have a tough time this year. Come on, I think I I, I, I think I, I want look, I, I want hey, I want to bet I, here. I want to bet. I want to bet. I bet. What am I on a keg jersey? You want to? No, 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 no. We'll, we'll 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 figure that out for when we come back. But I want something in place here where I I think you got to let me give Rangers are coming in. One, two, one or two tops in the division. That's my. You're out of your that, mind. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm looking at the schedule. We can do it. No. I mean, you want to say bottom two. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably oh, with. Oh, man. This is terrible. <laughs> well, this, you know what? This is good because this is the way next season's going to go between me and you. All right? <laughs> We've got the Shesty and the Georgie battle. Okay? You kissing Capo's ass. We got that going for us. <laughs> all right? You think the Rangers are going to struggle. I think they're going to kick ass. See, but the thing is with me, wh- where I, I am looking at the schedule, I'm looking at the team and where they are and, and, and the moves that they made, and, and I think they're going to struggle. I'm not going to be angry about it, though. I, I think that despite the fact that I think they're going to struggle, I, I think that they're going to learn a lot this year. By playing, yeah. these, by playing these better teams, by playing – Almost every night, a, a Boston team, the Capitals, the Penguins, the Flyers, the Islanders. I mean, they got to be on their game every night. And we have this young lineup, and and I think it's going to be good for them. I think it's going to be good for their development, where they're going to be have to. They can't have, like you said, because of the 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 shortened season, they can't. Have a night off. You need to be on top of your game every night. You can't ha- go into a losing streak or you're done. So if you have that type of mentality going in for all these younger players that look, oh, wow, we got Washington coming in. And then the next night you got Boston coming in. And then the night after that you got Philly coming in. You you better be ready. And while they may worried. take their lumps this year, I think in the long run it's going to help them. I'm not worried. And it starts in goal. I think we have the best goal hanging in, in the division, hands down. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you there. Like, I agree. I think they have the the, the best young goaltending tandem in, in probably in the league right now. And 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 I don't think that's debatable. The other we, may be biased. Is, we may be biased here, yeah, and that's I, fine. We've got Lafreniere, which we didn't have last year. I think that's a huge difference. Yeah, I mean it is, but you know, and and we we were discussing it a bit on the last show. I I just think that there were so many players last year that were at the top of their game. You just have to assume a lot of them are just going to take a step back this year. Maybe I'm I wrong, and so. I hope I am. I, I hope think you're I wrong. am. I think you're wrong. I think I think everything went right for a lot of players last year, and. You know, a couple, I'm not going to say all of them are going to struggle, but you know that a few of them are going to take a step back this year. It's just going to happen. It's just life. It's just the way it is. And that, and, and it's going to happen. And again, it's fine. I don't, but I don't know if some of these younger guys, and I hope they are, and I, I hope I'm completely wrong, but it, it's going to be a lot to ask some of these younger guys to fill in or make up for some of the lack of scoring that maybe Zabinijad has this year. Maybe Strom doesn't have the offensive season 
D'Angelo doesn't put up the points he did last year. So now you're looking at maybe a Condre Miller. Hey, you're going to come in and, and, and fill in for these points that maybe D'Angelo isn't putting up. So that's a lot to ask for a guy in his first year. Um, so in even Lafreniere, who I agree with, I think he's going to come in and, and really uh, shine. Um, and I think Kako is going to be a lot better than last year. Um, but, you know, if, if well, Panarin that... is if, – if Panarin isn't going to put up the numbers he did, Zabinijad maybe. And, again, it's gonna. just because their numbers were so – they were playing at such a high right, now, okay, level. So that argument that you had, right, for, for last year, this is a 56-game season now. It's more compact. Yep. So Panarin, Mika, all these guys, they don't have to pop in 40 goals. You know, hmm. they don't need to do that. They could spread it around a little bit. I think if Lafreniere and um, Capo, um, you know, if they if they actually become, make a, a huge impact on this team and mess yeah. it up for, uh, you know, the, the coaching staffs and, uh, you know, the defensive uh, game plans that these other teams that the Rangers are going to be playing against, that's going to, that's going to change things. And then you got Kreider, and then you got Bucci. Um, you know, you got these other guys that can put the puck in the net here, too. And I think it's going to open. I think that's going to be the big thing. And I think it starts with Laffey. Obviously, we're going to have to see how he plays and everything else. But that's going to be huge. And we've got a couple other good character guys. Heedle's coming back. We, we, you know, we, we pretty much are going to assume that Kratzer's not going to be part of this thing. But I think more or less with everybody signed, it's a 56-game season. I think the biggest thing, KD, more than anything, and I think it's going to be league-wide, and that's what you're going to have to watch out for for every team across the board, and that's injuries. Because, you know, how these guys, what, what kind of shape are they coming in? What what kind of level is the, is the play going to be in the beginning? You brought it up last episode, too, as far as seeing injuries in the beginning of the NFL season and so on and so forth. I think that's going to be the big factor. So you can have all this. If, if the Rangers can get through 20, 30 games on paper and stay healthy and uh, with the guys that we have in the nets and, you know, again, our, our defensive core is pretty much still intact, and I think they'll be better, too, uh, going forward. I think the Rangers, if they stay healthy and they've got elements now that they didn't re- necessarily have and I said this over and over again, now that all these guys are signed and a lot of the bullshit has been taken care of off the ice and everything else, that these guys can kind of focus on what's going on. And I think, you know, a guy like Panarin, I just don't see him sliding off the... I don't think he's going to struggle, man. I just don't see it. I don't think Mika's that kind of guy, too. And I think, you know, I think more than anything, not if, but I think Booch and Kreider, I think they both know they have to have good seasons this year. There's no excuse for them not to, you know. And I just think looking at this division now, and yes, there's some great teams in it, obviously, but I think the Rangers tactically with the position players that they have, the skill level, and a guy, a lot of guys here who can run and gun, and like I said, a guy like Laffey and, and now Kappa will come back here too. And if those two guys... Just change the the mix up a little bit here for this team offensively. I think the the back end will clean up a little bit. And again, I just don't see Georgiev and Shesterkin. They're just I don't think their makeup is that those guys are going to struggle. Obviously, we'll see what happens. But um, I I'm a little more confident now as we get closer now and seeing the schedule and see what's involved. We know how many games they're going to play. Um, so I, I'm a little more uh, positive as as far as the Rangers finishing on the high end at the end of this season. And I'll cross my fingers like everybody else. But I, I, I don't think 
if this was a full year and 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 I I think it's a smart way to look, KD. And I'm I'm not saying that the way you you talk about how this team may or may not you know end up playing out. I I it's a smart way to look at it. I'm just trying to look at it now as in, let me be the devil's advocate and say, hey, let's have some goddamn fun. And I think maybe. You know, if Quinn can get something in play, and we could, if see if Martin uh, Martin makes a, an impact on the defense now, it could be a lot of fun. And again, Con- Keandre Miller too. If he makes it out of camp, it's huge. I tell you what, Paulie, you talked me into it. I'm in. We're winning the cup. <laughs> I'm not going to the cup, man. I'm not going no, that mean, far. I think I'm they can come out of you, the division, I, though. I what you're saying. I love. I do. I, I'm. I'm excited for all those guys, and I. I think you're right. I think if if you can, if all these guys can step up, the way you're hoping they can. If what I'm concerned about happens, then yeah. If Kako steps up, and Lafreniere, and and Heedle, and Condre Miller, and whoever else has to step up their game a bit, if they can do that. We're going to be dangerous, and we could make some noise, and we could surprise. But again, I think it, I think it's a it's it's a bit much to ask for the younger guys. But I gotta say, listen to you—you you got me a little fired up. You got me a little fired up. That was good work. Thanks, man. Good, look, good job. Good I think job. we can beat the Islanders. We showed them last year we could beat them. We can definitely beat the Devils. No, I I think the Islanders are going to be down. I mean, I think that they lost some key parts. Absolutely. To their team. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that they could be down. And, and, and again, we've discussed that I think the Capitals and, and the Penguins are Tired. on their way down. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, I, you know, the beginning of on their way down. So I don't know if, if we're at the point of getting to them yet. But I, I, I think that they're on their way down. Um, and, and even Boston, I mean, they're losing a couple of key parts. I mean, Chara and... Uh, Krug and 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 we'll see what what goes on with with uh, was it Krug Krug whatever the hell his name is, um we'll see what goes on you know this year but you know I I I do I can see some struggles I mean that's that's just my concern again I've, I've discussed it on a number of shows here so I, I, but I won't be unhappy <laughs> about it I I just think it's again part of the development and the rebuild and and what goes on. And and if if they have to take their lumps and they have to lose to these teams with, that are led by Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin and 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 the rest, then that's fine. I think in the long run it, it's going to benefit this team. But look, if they're ahead of schedule again, I thought that where they were last year, they were ahead of schedule with the way it was trending. I mean, obviously it didn't end, end the way we wanted it to with COVID and coming back and what happened to Carolina, but. If they can continue to be ahead of things, man, this is going to be this is going to be a fun year. I, I, it's going to be a fun year anyway. Just watching again the Frenier on the ice, and and I think Kako will will come back and have a, a real good season, and some of the other younger guys, and just part of this overall you know youth uh, movement that that we we've put in along with with our top guys. I mean, it's going to be fun either way. Um, but yeah, if if it ends up going the way that you're talking, I'm looking man, at the schedule, man. Yeah. I'm, looking, I'm looking at the first twelve games. We could be nine and three before we hit Boston, uh, and we'll be home for those two games, the tenth and the twelfth of February. 
Look at my chops. There we go. <laughs> Break it down into you know twelve games. In. What the fuck, man? Excuse me. I said the f word. I'm sorry. Whoa! I know. I'm family uh, show. Family I show. I know. I didn't see the CK. My before. son is listening right now. I apologize. It's Christmas, the <laughs> holiday season. See what the Rangers do to me, baby. See, I'm looking <laughs> at. Right. See, this is it, man. See, we got a schedule. We have the enemy. You know the team they had our number last year, and that's the Flyers. You know, I'm look. I like I. The Islanders don't even. It's not that I don't respect them because I love trots. You gotta love everything they're doing there and so on. So, but they, they're the Islanders, okay? Um, we know how we feel about the Devils. I don't want to disrespect Buffalo, but they're they're struggling. I mean, they're not going to be easy. None of these teams are going to be easy. But I'm just saying, I I think we can we can, you know. There's just this is a. When you look at everything that went on last year, and I know we have to talk about Hank, too, because we didn't get a chance to talk about it, too, as far as, you know, him having to hang things up right now. But it was such a big part of the the season last year with all the, you know, with Hank and the goaltending thing. You know, and then, you know, with the, the guys... With the contracts, you know, there was how these guys were playing. And they played through everything. Quinn, keeping Capo, you know, through the whole thing to the end of the season. All the different things. And through all that, they got us to that game against Colorado. Tied the game up. We were psyched. You know, beating Dallas, the Islanders week before, all that stuff. There was so much. So with all that stuff that was going on, through the... 40-plus shots a game that they were taking, you know, giving up every game pretty much for that stretch. All the um, all the breakdowns in the system defensively, all the questioning. I mean, Quinn's, you know, uh, game plan and, uh, you know, all that stuff was changing left and right, all this stuff. it was There was all this other kind of just general chaos that goes on with the team that just signed some big free agents, guys that, you know, just started playing with each other, uh, chemistry, second draft, draft pick. There was so much going on this year. But we saw these guys kind of gel a little bit and get things together. And now the Rangers, like I said, they made the tough decisions. We have the goaltending thing situation done. Tony D signed. We got Foxy. We got Truba. We'll see what Keandre does. You know, all the other aspects that we got. We got, you know, you you said it too. All the prospects that are going to come in here. What if Schneider has a just the hell I don't I don't know what his eligibility is so I apologize but I you know but even let's just say if this kid has a a fantastic juniors run here you know just seeing that 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 kid might be joining us down the road at some point not even the next season but down the road but you know Kreider signed in Strom signed in you know these guys just I I just think they just got to come back healthy I mean the lines just if you put if you start messing around with them on paper right now and that's the thing. You add Laffy in there. We didn't have him in there. And if he st- I just think he's going to be a huge fr- I just think we have no idea. Like, when we got Panarin, having that offensive, um, you know, asset added to this team and the personality. And I think this kid, Laffy, he's going to be the, you know, we don't know yet, but his, his personality seems a lot more reserved than, say, a guy like Panarin. But he's got the skills, man. And if he applies them really quick here, I'm just I'm just pumped. Why not, man? I'm just I'm just looking at the schedule here, and I just this is the thing that I can't freaking wait to get into, 
is to start seeing how this starts mapped out. Good or bad, KD, if they end up stinking, if the chemistry goes yeah. down the tubes, man, I will be here and I will be yelling and screaming as I did last year. And that's what I miss you, doing. You are setting yourself to go down hard. <laughs> Not hard. Happening. Not happening. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, well, you know, we're just happy to have hockey coming. First and foremost, you know, if the Rangers, it's all, it's gravy. It is. It's all gravy at this point. And if they, if they could put up a great season, make it exciting, which I think, like I said, I think will, will, will happen either way. However they finish, whether it's in the playoffs or out of the playoffs, I, I think we're going to be set up for some exciting hockey uh, with all these younger guys in the lineup, along with the superstars we already have on the team. So um, yeah, it, it's it's going to be either way a fun season, uh, a learning season. And I think with the way the organization looks at it, it, it's setting us up for the 2021-2022 season when this team will be ready to make some real noise. Hell yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hey, a couple right. quick things real quick while we were on air, because um, you were talking about fans. Uh, Brooksy just uh, tweeted out about 30 minutes ago, the Rangers have clarified their communication with season subscribers as follows. The team will not offer season tickets through February 28th, but if permitted to have fans before then, could you imagine, before February 28th? No chance. No chance. Then season subscribers will be given priority access. I don't think there's any chance in New York that that's going to happen. The way Cuomo has been um, this entire time. So I just don't see that happening. Um, It's great that they're even thinking about it, which is, which is awesome. And I appreciate that the Rangers are, um, but you know, I, I don't see it happening. Debbie Downer over there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, re, I'm a realist. No, I'm with you, man. I, I've said realist. I don't think there's going to be any Olympics. I, I said I don't think anybody's going to be in there. It'd be a, a huge surprise. But I will tell you this: the fact that they put a date, February 28th, on the map, two months. It's after, great. Yeah, yeah no, mean, it's great. They should do that. They should. Like, hey, this is what we're looking at, and we hope to have fans afterward. And at that point, you see where the virus is. And you see what's going on governmentally and, and, and what they're allowing and not allowing. And you take it from there. That's what they should do. They shouldn't be a line in the sand. And, and we're not doing fans no matter what. You should you should be flexible with what you're doing and and, and take it from there. And if the numbers are, are still not where you want them to be or where you feel comfortable with them being, and again, listening to – um, the scientists and the medical professionals and, and the government officials and, and, and you take it from there and that's the way it should be. I mean, similar, and we discussed this last week with the NBA where they only put out the first half of the season, you know, obviously the NHL just went with the full season. I always would have rather the NHL did that as well. Cause again, with the vaccine and you're not sure what's happening. I mean, who knows? Like what if Canada, in March decides to lift the travel ban because the numbers are going away as the vaccine is, is, is doing what it needs to do. You know, it would have been nice for them to say, okay, yeah, maybe we can get some, 
some interconference games now, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, that's, that's, I guess, just I, you know, wishing. Yeah, exactly. Look, I think everybody's got to put that behind us. The fact that we look, we've got 56 games. Uh, but, yeah, but, you're right. I should just be happy. Yeah. Like I said, Shut up, that, it's all great. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Don't ruin it. Jesus. Look, the fact that they're, you know, they want to get this done done in July because they, you know, then two months later, boom, training camps are going to start and we're going to get a full season back again. I mean, that's what the knock on wood that they're trying to do here. So look, get it in and, and we'll kind of go from there. So, uh, Hey, we just sit back, man. Just get ready for the ride. Hey, um, any anything you know? What I'm talking about the lineup here and stuff like that. Are you here? I mean, I think you you hit me up with a a text early about rumors and stuff in terms. Of, I mean, a lot of stuff's going on here in the next two weeks, uh, free agency signings and so on and so forth. Um, anything that you've heard or or any anything on your your short wish list here that that might possibly happen <laughs> with the Rangers? I mean, I look the. Uh, the Rangers are involved with every rumor that's ever out there. So you see, I, they've been attached to Passioretti, um, who, who I guess Las Vegas is is shopping, and uh, again similar to Chara last week who we discussed. But you know he's he's a left winger. We we have more left wingers than we know what to do with. We have Kreider, <laughs> Panarin, a friend yet. Like where's he going? You know we're we're trying to figure out how to get all three of those guys in the top six. Now you're at, you're adding patches to that scenario. There's no way, even if you could, you know, whatever the trade may be where you're sending, you know, whoever back to open up cap space, like where are you putting him? Or now you're putting Lafreniere on the fourth line, <laughs> you know, you no. put Kreider on the fourth line, you know, it just, and again, you know, we, we're we're talking here, and you're being very positive, and I appreciate that <laughs> about the Rangers potentially making noise this year. But like adding Patsy already, I mean, <sighs> all right, Kate, yeah, like what does he do? Like they what didn't is he sign him. Do? How is he going to help this team? What's that? I said it's okay. They, he's not here. <laughs> oh no, I know. I mean, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I mean, you see him being mentioned as the race, like how, why, where, <laughs> like in, in what, like what, show me where putting him on the team makes sense based on where this team is as far as rebuilding, who is in the lineup and, and depth wise, where are you putting him and who are you moving down? I can't find a guy. Who would make less sense <laughs> than Passiretti? But yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Like I said, the Rangers have been involved, but I think every big rumor, trade wise, free agency wise, that's out there since forever. So, you know, it is interesting, and and he's a good player, and and um, and whatnot, but not happening. Similar to Chara. Similar to Taves, uh, you know, the Rangers are what they are right now. I think they're happy where they are with the youngster, with the mix of youngsters and the veterans that we do have. Again, you got to look at the cap um, and, and where they are and, and, and dollars wise. And they need some flexibility if they do need to make a, a move during the season, like you mentioned, in case there are injuries similar to the NFL. Uh, because of no, uh, barely any training camp and no exhibition games or preseason games, and uh, that's something you could be dealing with where you may need to make a move 
early on. And if you need those dollars to potentially make that move, whoever you're bringing in, you know, you, you can't be like, well, we brought in Passy already and we brought in Chara and, you know, now we have no room to potentially fill in if maybe one of those guys gets hurt or somebody else. So, you know, I, I think the Rangers are done. I think they signed, they re-signed the guys they needed to. They brought in some depth um, on the team, and, and, and this is the team, and this is where we're going. So be ready, Ranger fans. Yeah. and we don't <laughs> What you pay. see is what you get. Yeah. Look, I think it's more exciting to, you know, look forward to Tomo coming. You know? Yeah, he's on his way. Yeah, yeah I think uh, the team uh, that he's with over in Finland, they said uh, on your way and you, you can head over to camp and and he'll be here. And hey, look, that that's a guy similar to Andre Miller who's going to have a chance to, to win a spot. He's a young guy I'm excited about. I, again, I wish there were some preseason games where you could – and I think that that makes it harder for a guy like him to actually crack the lineup over someone like Jack Johnson. Drink. I can't Ooh. believe it took us that long to I mention know. Jack Johnson today. But right. 50th episode, it takes like 45 minutes. Hold on. Or how long How long are we into this episode for me to mention his name? Goodness. Yummy. But <laughs> I think it's going to be real difficult for a guy like uh, Roy Nannan. And, I, and I, someone the other day on Twitter put out how to pronounce it. It's Roy Nannan. I've been saying Roo Nannan. That's okay. Roy Nannan. Um so it's going to be very difficult for him to make the team because there aren't any of these preseason games for him to show off his skills. You can only do so much in practice. And I think the Rangers brought in Jack Johnson drink for, for a reason. And I think for these, for the early part of the season uh, to, to allow some of these younger guys um, to acclimate themselves to to the NHL and and to li- living in the NHL. Now, having said that, my good friend Adam Herman over at uh, was it Blue Shirt Banter or whatever the name of it, the blog is, I had a good point the other day. There is gonna there's a pretty good gap in between when the NHL is supposed to start and the AHL is supposed to start because the AHL isn't supposed to start till February. So now, what do you do with Andre Miller between January 13th and February 9th? Aren't they expanding you, the rosters? Yeah, but I'm just saying, so you just let him practice with the team? Why not? Like, to me, they practice every day, right? No, I'm just, I would almost rather he be on the roster then. Or Roy Nannan. Like, I'd rather those guys be getting the games because I don't, from where I'm sitting and I, and I, to go on with what I was saying before is I don't think that they're going to have a successful season. So let's get these guys in the lineup early on because I'd rather they be getting some game action. And, and even if they ultimately show that they're a bit overwhelmed and they do have to go to the AHL, like I'd rather they be getting into some games than just practicing with the team. I don't know. I mean, put them in at center if, if we have to. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't get, you know, bump them, bump Panarin off the wing and put him there. But, you know, uh, but seriously, I, I, I think that I, it makes sense because there is no AHL for a month. Even if if the AHL even happens, why wouldn't you get them games? Uh, to me, that that is the biggest part because we want to develop these guys. And I, and I think playing in games is the best part of it. If there was an AHL, AHL season that started 
in January, similar to the NHL season, I'd be okay with a Jack Johnson drink oh, starting man. on day one in the NHL because you could put Contre in the AHL and you could put Roy Nan in, in the AHL. At least they're playing games. But now there's no games for those guys to play. So they haven't been playing games for, you know, the summer, fall. Actually, Roy Nan has been playing over in Finland. But for Contre, he hasn't been playing. They've been playing games. So get this guy some games. You know, you can only play. You can only practice for solo. My son, my son is eight years old, right? And he's been practicing lacrosse. I've had him in lacrosse in clinics and stuff since he's been like four. He's so sick of practice. The kid just wants to play games. But, you know, they don't play games until you're like eight. So he's going crazy because he wants to play. I bet Contra's probably in this. He's like, he's so sick of practicing at this point. Yeah. Just get me in a game. And guess what? You can you can only get so good practicing. Like at some point, you got to get in a game. So I'd rather him be Condre get in the game. Roy Nannan being in the game instead of just like, well, he's in the press box and then he's going to practice with us, you know, during the week or whenever there's not a game well, until the KD, AHL season starts. KD, you know, we're going to have to wait and see here. I mean, they're going to expand the rosters because of the fact they're not going to have the farm team here. Uh, you know, to to ride along with the top team, you're probably going to see, you might even see different game squads. I mean, this is probably what they're going to be looking to do anyway. So you, you, I mean, for these first 12, 15, 20 games, you might see that the Rangers are going to rotate, you know, different sets in, I guess. I mean, this is something that we're going to have to No, you think they're split squatted? Like I, in baseball? I don't know. No. Look, you're, you're, we're, we're throwing out how they're going to do this, right? So they've got to sit down and do this. So if the only way you can't, if they can't get the kid you know, game action, and you're talking about you don't want them to practice, then the only option they have then is to do that kind of stuff, a split squad. And what's to say some of these teams might not do that? They might might have to. Who the hell knows? No chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, the Rangers. I thought, well, because I thought of the about t- it for a second. But, no, I mean, look, you could, look, you expand the roster so you can put Jack Johnson drink in the press box. <laughs> For the first month. He's not. You know? He's starting top four D, baby. No, I, I still think that that, I, I, as much as I I think that that, make, that argument makes sense, and to me that's the, that's the only argument for, that I think potentially you could put Condre or Roy Nannan in there early on is that there are no AHL games. But I do think ultimately they're going to defer to Jack Johnson drink and Brendan Smith to start the season. I don't think that makes sense well, because you need to get the younger guys see games. what happens, KD. Maybe Keandre here and Tom will come in and they just clean their clocks in training, you know, in the practice leading up to You're right. I, look, Maybe they, they just come they, in. They can make life, yeah. Look, they can make life real easy for the Rangers and they can. But like I said earlier, I think without those preseason games and only having, you know, two weeks of training camp, but it'll be yeah, difficult the, for them. Look, the first two games against the Islands are preseason games, so we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll blast through those those guys. Playing the JV, the JV, yeah, the Sabers. The JV. You know, I mean, Sabers. A couple other <laughs> scrimmage games there too. New Jersey. Come on, we we actually have four or five scrimmages in the first ten games. Let's be honest, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna crush everybody. Um, I hope look, you're right. All good problems to have, my friend. So, 
we, we, you know, and, and again, we get to sit back now and watch it unfold on a daily basis now. And we won't have to sit here and go, what ifs? Because we're actually going to see what the hell happens. And we're going to have, uh, you know, practice, you know, conferences with, uh, you know, Quinn. And we'll see what happens leading up to this. And we'll see what his uh, opening night roster is. We don't even know who's singing the national anthem. We've got all these things to look forward to, my friend. So the fact that it's happening and it's in the works is a good thing. So that's that's all right by me, buddy. I thought Dan Solari was going to sing the uh, national anthem. No, he doesn't sing, KD. He dances. <laughs> oh, he'll dance next to the guy doing the national anthem. Yes, he just dances. It'll be interesting. I don't know if they're going to let him in, though. We'll see what happens. They, they may, you know, the Rangers have probably been looking for an excuse for years to tell him that he can't come in. <laughs> Now they might actually have a legitimate one. And say, Larry, look. I tell you what, there are a lot of fan, Ranger fans out there, and I get in, into arguments with the younger Ranger fans because a lot of them don't like the pot fan sucks chant. And what I want to say to them, I, I, right now I bet you all of them would kill for that right now. They'll just hear it once. <laughs> I can't wait. Even if they, I tell you what, even if they let like, like ten people in the crowd, like at some point, they better be someone better know how to whistle. Oh, they'll do it. They'll do it. <laughs> they better uh, hope I'm not in the crowd because I don't know how to whistle. So I'll let everybody down. <laughs> they got that's some kind of they got some kind of attachment next to the keyboard. They press a button and that whistle happens. That's not. Like, that's like <laughs> is that a real person? No, nah, it's not a real person. Man. Come on, come on! Don't that, pull that, don't that pull whistle. the curtain out. That from behind whistle. the wizard and and tell me that there's a real person whistling. I there see them. Not. I see no, I see the guys with the pinkies in their mouths and they're no. blowing. No, not no, it's it's too clean. It's too consistent. It's perfect every time. <laughs> there's no way. And any any proper Ranger fan has a few in him and he can't get that that clean breath in there and that, that straight breath to do that kind of a whistle. So it's definitely uh it's program stuff, man. It's been like that for years. I hope somebody I, tells I, me wrong. I, Paulie, I will come find you and stab you <laughs> if you, if you, if the, I find out that this is right, if this is true. Well, some for us to, to, to look into over the break here, pal. All right. All right. I, I'll email Gordon. And, and yes, please do that. Right, I mean. Among other things. <laughs> All right. Uh, once again, uh, uh, last show here, the 50th episode again, as we uh, say goodbye to 20. Woo! 20 uh and then we'll be back january 6th starting season two baby uh before we go we gotta at least you know obviously the news about um henrik and his heart condition and goodness the guy these we're closing the show with it it's no like, i didn't say we're closing it takes the show like with an it. hour and a half to get to longquist goodness we're not See closing the show out of with sight it. out of mind <laughs> there you go folks who is <laughs> running this show you can see Damn where it. this is going you can see where this is going next year. This is going to be great. All right, look, I go we, ahead. We don't know. Just forget it's it. Just Henrik Lundqvist. Hey, I tell you what, Hank, feel better. Next, all right, let's go. <laughs> I got other things to talk about. I mean, <laughs> so let's start talking about Shesterkin. Well, I mean, he better be in shape. He better have his act together because if not, you know. By the King, way, we, King we George both, has a nice ring to it. We are. Both going to hell for we we can't even just talk serious about. <laughs> I tried serious. You yelled at me. All right, I'm going to hell then. All right, go ahead. Let's make it serious. Um, Hank can't play anymore. He's not feeling good. He's got a heart condition, and I wish him well. And the most important thing is his family 
and his, uh, you know, his kids and his health and everything else. He's done everything. The thing that I was, I think I read that he's actually had this over the years, and this is something that I believe that the, you know, it's been part of his career, but this is the first time it got to the point where they had to tell him, you better not play. So that was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously the news is is really is awful. I mean, you you hate to see it. You know, he's moving on from the Rangers, and as awful as that is, and and as much as you know, we have on this show of and and to be honest, I really do. I I would have been a hundred percent rooting against Lundqvist. I did not want to. You know, there are some Ranger fans who wanted to see him win the Cup of the Capitals. I was not one of them. I hope that Hank and the Capitals end up in last place. And he was the worst goaltender in the league. But, you know, just reading this and seeing this, it really was a gut punch. It really was. I, I would I would rather see Lundqvist and Ovechkin holding the cup up together. Than ha- no. No, I would rather have seen us putting six or seven goals behind them and making them retire early. <laughs> what I'm trying that. to say is, Paulie, I'd rather see... <laughs> Him hold up the cup, then have to deal with what he's going through, and you know, of obviously, course. like you, like you mentioned, I mean, it is something that apparently has been going on for a while. Um, you know, I, I was reading some Ranger fans thinking that the Ranger medical staff should be blamed for something. I mean, which is ridiculous. Obviously, they knew about it, were monitoring it, and was something that obviously Lundqvist was able to play through. Yes, I think. Now, based on probably what's going on with COVID and what we all know and how it sort of exacerbates whatever pre-existing conditions you do have, I assume the recommendation would be you might not want to play just in case. And that seems like the smart move. Aren't your doctors saying the same thing about Deck, upcoming tech hockey season. <laughs> exactly. For different reasons. My 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 reasoning is on set. <laughs> Look at it. I just I just picturing you on with set a team morbidity. of trainers and doctors. The guy looked at me, oh. came in, he's like, hey, you look like you put on some weight since the last time I saw you. Oh. Quarantine has been harsh, my friends. They're yes. worried about me having a heart attack at this point. Anyway, but, you know, I, I, I think for some Ranger fans, and look, I'm the first one to go after the Rangers and their medical advice. I mean, this is literally a team that gave prescribed painkillers to a drug addict with Derek Bugard. So, you know, I don't have a lot of trust in, in what the Rangers are doing medically. But, you know, I, well, I think then, here... Then the whole team is screwed. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That that goes back to my blog days when I was... Anyway. Um, so, you know, I, I do... I, I, I feel as though just reading that, and again, a lot of fans were coming down, how can you let him play if he had a heart condition? Like, we don't know what the heart condition was, is or what maybe additional tests were done, or if it now has to do with COVID. Maybe Lundqvist had COVID, and, and it changed, um, you know, you what we're looking really at. You are expanding this theory here. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't, uh, everyone just loves the blame. Are you writing a book? You're writing a mystery book? 
<laughs> Should have seen me. I you ever see uh, like the uh, what's it? The Perfect Mind, where he has all like the things and he has the scrolling and the, yes. you know, <laughs> attaching things and you know. So I, that's like me in my in my office, you know. Anyway, and I, I I honestly just wanted you to wish him well. Oh, sorry. Good luck, Henry. <laughs> Let's go back to the ads. On we the got hunt. presents to wrap, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, 50th episode. What'd you say? We were going to do a half-hour show tonight? What, what are we, two and a half yeah, hours well, in right now? Exactly, yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, come on. And one more thing, Paulie. Uh-oh. On this, on this Lundquist thing. I, I, I can't tell you how bothered I was by fans losing their minds. Because the Rangers didn't tweet, be well, to Lundquist, like 30 seconds after he tweeted out what was going on with his medical condition. What's this all about, anyway? It's all about people need to be angry on social media all the time. I mean, you know, life doesn't revolve around social media. Like, people think if you don't tweet something... You obviously don't care. And that's just not how life goes. I'm sorry. The Rangers, most likely, like normal human beings, saw the news and probably tried to reach out to him initially and see how he's doing and see if they could do anything for him. And then go to social media and put out a message, you know, like normal people do. Like, you know, if a good friend of yours, Paulie, you heard that, you know, he had some type of medical condition. Would you say you wish well to him on social media or would you call him up like a normal person? You would call him up. You don't even need to. I would have done a TikTok video first. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, and, and and the Rangers, their tweet came two and a half hours later. Not two and a half days later. Not two and a half weeks later. Not two and a half months later. Two and a half hours later. And I'm assuming they also, it wasn't like some random, their random social media person who came up quickly, best wishes to Lundquist and his family. They wanted to put together something nice. He's with the organization for however many years, and you want to you know, do a little bit more than a little tweet wishing him well. You know, they wanted to put together a nice little graphic and, and say the proper words and, and whatnot. So between calling him up and seeing how he's doing, putting together a nice little thing for him, tribute for him, yeah, it probably is going to take two and a half hours. Relax, everyone. I put that out there that I, I said if if you're criticizing the Rangers, you need to reassess. Um, you know, you think I got killed. People were killing me for it. Like, I don't know, man. Like, people losing their minds these days on social media. Social media is not life. No, life not. is calling Lundquist and seeing how he's doing and then putting it out on, on social media. They, because the Rangers have a real relationship with the guy. That's what you do. You actually talk to the person and have a real conversation. Not, I, I would think it would be worse if the only thing they did was tweet out, right? 
then call him first. I would think it would almost be more disrespectful if they tweeted first and then called him. I would rather get a phone call first, a personal call from Dolan, from Sather, from Gordon, from Quinn. Then, oh, they tweeted first. I mean, how impersonal is that? It's it's a whole it's a whole lot of silliness. Yeah, you know, and look, and, and that, that's twi- just Twitter it's is just... Twitter. If you know, on the social media platform, it's pretty much on the on the bottom pile there as far as you know people for go to and stuff. I mean, look, my main my main thing is Twitter, right? That's you know whatever. Yeah, I'm know. there too. I love it. I, yeah. so as much as it, I but... kill it, I love the platform. It's my yeah. favorite. Well, it's it's you know it's I don't know it's out of all of them that's where I hang out. I'm I'm not an influencer. A hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. But if you look, I mean, the New York Rangers as a, as an account as an official account, they have one point four million followers. Okay, how many of those are real? You know, and how many Ranger fans are really out there in the world? I'd say there's a lot more than one point four million for argument's sake. And then if you go to Facebook, it's same thing. They have one point four million fans on Facebook. I don't know what their Instagram is. I don't care. But again, you know. It goes beyond social media, but it is kind of funny. I just think, you know, just anybody who, you know, to, to make a big deal out of it is just kind of ridiculous. I mean, you know, they, they you know, it's like anybody else who, you know, when, when somebody passes or somebody gets sick or whatever, the first thing that you normally do, if you're not like, you know, that person's either, you know, if you're not immediately related to them, you know, immediate circle of family, and then if not, you know, then you just you know, pretty much a few rows back as, as far as respect. You know, I'll, I'll reach out with the family. I'm sure they're close friends. They're close. They're, everybody's reaching out to them first, you know. Before you even consider, hey, picking up the phone. Then the, then there's guys that you know and love or, you know, people that are in your life that, oh, my God, as soon as you get the bad news, you're, you're calling. You're picking up the phone and you're calling and you're taking care of that right away. So we all know everybody has to understand that there, there's a process here. You know, and I saw it too. People, the Avalanche, and I mean, there was a general kind of a lot. All the teams basically were sending out. There was a, there was definitely a coordination there that went across the league. I mean, the Caps obviously first. Hank sent out his personal message. You know, and you know, for for if you want to really argue about it, you know, Hank's not part of the New York Rangers anymore. He doesn't play for us. He's not part of the organization. You know, he sent out his stuff in, in Capitals gear. You know, his personal video and, and the Capitals made the announcement because he's part of the Capitals organization. So if you want to look at that, well, yeah, he's been playing with us. He's the king and all that stuff. Blah, blah. I mean, th- you know, the Rangers, he's no longer affiliated with them. So everything else went for It's really the fact that we're even spending time on it is just silly. Because believe me, Henrik Lundqvist, his wife and his kids are not sitting up going, what time did the New York Rangers tweet out about my condition? Because I, I want to know. It's not happening, man. It doesn't. Yeah, freaking and, and they don't care because they called them. I'm sure they called them. Yeah, and I'm sure there was some tears, and I'm sure there was, you know, all kinds of stuff, a lot of emotions, and more than yeah, anything. I, and we all know it as, as guys. No matter what level you played on, take it from the fact that number one, he's okay for his wife and his kids. Number two, you know how bad this guy wanted to play, especially when he knows he doesn't have that much time left to play. So everybody needs to just chill out. Uh, I mean, on the list of importance, when a guy announces that he's not going to be playing because of a heart condition, like where the Rangers tweeted, like literally has to be last. Like the time when like, 
Like, is that what we're focusing on? <laughs> like, seriously? I mean, we, this guy just announced he has a heart condition that's going to keep him from playing. And your biggest concern is when did the Rangers tweet their well wishes? Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's right but, up there with, with the uh, who's doing a better version of the uh, Liberty jersey that's being shipped out to fans now. So, Oh, I saw that. <laughs> Guess what? They all suck. <laughs> I don't care who's doing it. They're terrible no matter who's doing it. <laughs> anyway, but we did. I look, I I'll wish long quit. That was this a week later. I'm wishing long. I know where, where is a the week rage? Later. Where is the rage from the Go Rangers radio fan base that, that I you know, it took us like a, it took us a week? I know. We should have we should have had a special Longquist podcast thirty <laughs> seconds after he tweeted that out. But no, in all seriousness, I, I should have put him back okay. into the. Uh, I shouldn't. Put him, I should put him back into the intro, right? <laughs> That's right. No. You don't care. Like I said, I'm glad he's okay. I I want him to live forever. I want him to be healthy. That's all we want. I'm only disappointed that. We're not going to be able to put pucks behind him this year <laughs> in a Capitals jersey. It is look. It is sad though. I mean, you know, the guy uh, w- would have maybe been his final year in the NHL. He, he's got to hang it up. It's sort of like Richter, you know, and he had to deal with the concussions and his and his. He had to cut his NHL career short. I mean, it, it's it's tough, you know. Uh, I don't when, when you're stuck dealing it out with a little longer, a little disappointed, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take Richter to tweet out? Huh? That's right. That's how right. long? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, what about we did, Valley, yeah, like, what, how long did Valley take? Find out. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, what do you say, pal? We've uh, we've rambled on here. It's all good stuff. We got hockey coming back. The team coming back. I uh, just. There's a couple of things I do want to say. Like I said, we're not ending the show on Hank. Now at least everybody knows where we stand on that. And um, they do. I don't know where we stand. Yeah, on. I don't know. Go ahead. Just, we'll just make sure you're always ready to tweet something, no matter what. Put some <laughs> notifications on. In fact, if follow if you're following Hank KD, see, I don't even I don't even follow his Twitter account, but if you are, put on notifications just in case he tweets something out. Okay, so you're ready, Hank, because we don't want you to fall behind, and we don't want you to get yelled at. And I know a lot of the Ranger fans were, were very angry with you on Twitter. So there's some there's some steps that you can take to avoid this down the road. Okay, buddy? So put the notifications Understood. on. All right. Understood. Yeah, All right. So look, so we're coming back uh, January 6th, uh, Wednesday the 6th, 2021. We did want to announce that um, we, we'll, we'll, we're welcoming uh, or they're welcoming us. Uh, first official sponsor of the show. So Woo-hoo! coming back in the new year. Um, for all Big you guys time. who need to, you know, get your act together and clean yourself up, and for all you Ranger fan, lady Ranger fans who want your uh, your men to clean their acts up too, uh, especially in certain regions of your nether regions, uh, we want to welcome uh, Manscape. Will be now a uh, sponsor of Go Rangers Radio. So um, probably see some marketing going on after Christmas and then leading up to the January sixth show. But um, keep write this down for all of you guys that are. Uh, Listening on the uh, the download, the archives. Uh, go Rangers, go is your code word, okay? And we got some discounts coming up for um, for Manscaped products and stuff, and it's some great stuff. And uh, 
Me and KD got some stuff, and uh, we're going to be telling everybody about it. And I'm telling you, when me and KD come back in 2021, I'm trying to get KD, trying to convince him. I want to get him on video. We, you know, Everybody else is doing video podcasts. We're going to try and work this out one way or the other. But if not, maybe we'll, we'll do some selfies, and KD will do some TikTok videos <laughs> <laughs> of them all cleaned up using the Manscaped. So that's the one thing. Um, really, really yeah, before, before the Manscaped. Before the man, I you know I look like a '70s porn video. Now it's like wood floor down there. It's fantastic. My wife, she can't get enough of me. But no, that's awesome. Look, this is this is this is amazing. You know that that we do have a spot. We're going to completely sell out now. We have sponsors. It's going to be a complete oh, yeah. sellout show now that we have sponsors. But um, yeah. And, Trim and, yourself, guys. It's gross. No, no woman wants a jungle down there. <laughs> Trim that. Please. <laughs> For God's sakes. <laughs> Goodness. Have some pride in yourself. <laughs> Lord. Go, Rangers, go. That's your code, folks. So, uh, guys, and again. Uh, Do uh, yourself and your girlfriend a wife a favor. Yes. Please do. <laughs> Get those trimmers out. All right. Well, thanks to Buck Manscaped. Weed, buckweed and a leg lock you got down there. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I'm getting texts from Manscaped now. Saying, go, go, Katie, it, go. <laughs> is, that, is that not the copy we were given? No? Oh, shit. That's awesome. No, yeah. it is. That's that, Look, 50th episode, you know, we finally got, you know, we do have this sponsor now. That's that's amazing stuff, man. I, it, you know, we when we sat down in 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 the deli that one day, the bagel shop, whatever that place was, and you brought your grandson. You know, I never, <laughs> I, you never thought of, you know, we said we're just gonna have fun with this, and you know, look, you know, we got fifty shows in. We now have a sponsor. This is awesome. You know, we've been, you know, not not to toot our own horn, but you know, we we look at the charts and we see our numbers coming in. We've been top 10, uh, you know, in the U S for a, a number of weeks over the course of the last year or so. And, you know, we do appreciate everybody listening. It means a lot to us because we're just doing this for fun. This is just us having a good time with it. Both of us have been in, you know, the blogging game or the podcasting game for a while and both got burnt out. And this was sort of the perfect, uh, you know, opportunity for the two of us to, to be able to uh, talk Rangers, be a part of the, you know, Rangers community, but not really have it overwhelm us where it's once a week and we could sit here and have a bunch of laughs and, you know, and really not have too much homework to do and, or no homework to do. Um, and, you know, back in my blogging days, you know, it, it really consumed my life where it was all I thought about was content and, you know, for, the blog and what I wanted to put up and how I can make everybody happy. And and now it's just, you know, the two of us having a bunch of laughs on here and, and for it to turn into, you know, 50 shows later and, and going through a pandemic and still be able to sort of laugh through the whole thing. And then and, and to now have a sponsor, forget it. Cherry on top. Well said, Mr. Delory. Well said. Like that. Well, what was better? What was better? That? Or my buckwheat in the leg lock. Oh, that was, that's classic, man. I can't, I can't wait to keep that one. That's going to be part of the Se- commercial. 70s porn <laughs> bush or oh. 
man. <laughs> Don't make me put that explicit label on the show, buddy. But then I, I blew that earlier, though, with the F-bomb anyway. So Yeah. We're turning yeah, to no. bad. We're turning an ugly <laughs> corner, man. Ugly corner no, here. <laughs> no holds barred here tonight. 50th episode. Anything can happen. Too much. And uh, one thing that we, we you obviously don't do on the show is we, we we really don't have guests. We never have guests. We've had the uh, the guys from We Bleed Blue on here, and, and we love those guys. And we hope to bring those guys back again in the new year. But primarily Definitely. me and KD just kind of, you know, throw it back and forth with each other. But um, in January, uh, maybe part, maybe not the first show back, but maybe the week, uh, the night before the, uh, the first back-to-back games, um... Brooksy's going to join us. He's going to come in here, and uh, we're going to chat Uncle with Larry. Uncle Larry? Brooks. Yeah, Larry's going to come in. Wow. I hit him up. It's not official yet, you know what I'm saying? But me and, me and Larry uh, went back and forth, and um, he's definitely. We are it. selling out. Guests, yeah, sponsors. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, look, man. You know uh, what? End it. Just close it. Shut it down. Oh, Shut stop. it down. <laughs> look, I'm a huge fan of Brooksy. Uh, he calls it like it is, and uh, – Larry doesn't do a lot of interviews, so the fact that he's, um, you know, he's he's looking to come on here and hang with us for a little bit should be fun. Um, and this came up over the uh, the carpenter trade that uh, you know we were talking about last week, and and he was tweeting out too. So uh, uh, anyway, so we're looking forward to that. So we'll have Larry either you know probably the second week, and if not, you know, depending on scheduling and all that other stuff, um, you know, we're a late show too, so we'll have to work all that uh, logistics out stuff. But um, we're looking to have Larry here, and then uh, you know maybe me and Kevin will live on the edge a little bit here and, and, and bring in a guest maybe once a month or two and just kind of spice it up a little bit. But one of the things that we primarily wait a we- second, hold on, hold on. <laughs> What's the matter? You, you don't like just talking to me? You got to bring somebody else in? I'm not good enough for you? Look, we have a sponsor down. The numbers have to go up, KD. You don't carry your weight, man. Wow, we are selling out. <laughs> Manscaped says we need this amount of viewers. <laughs> you and KD good. are just not getting it done on your own. I got it. Oh, I got Cue it. the music, man. We got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> Goodness gracious. It's all good. It's all good. So, there you go. 50th episode. A big thanks to all the fans. You guys are the freaking best. We come back here. 2021. We got ranges, players, everything to talk about. No more hypotheticals. I guess there'll be a few, right, KD? But anyway, real hockey to talk about. Go USA! And, uh... Schneider can have a little luck in Canada, but hopefully they'll uh, win, the, win the juniors. I don't think it'll be over, though, when we come back. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, um, I'll go first here, Katie, and I just want to wish, uh, you know, you personally, as a friend of mine, uh, you and your family, a wonderful Christmas, uh, safe holiday here, and, and, a, and a very happy New Year's. And, and you're my bud, and I appreciate you doing this with us. And everything you said was awesome. It is great to do 50 episodes, and we built this little thing together, and it's, it's rocking and rolling. And it's all because of the fans – we see the numbers, we have the subscribers, we have the downloads, and you guys are awesome. And we know every time we push this out on Wednesday nights and we see everybody listening the next couple of days afterwards. So thank you, and to all of you guys out there, a very safe, happy, and healthy uh, Merry Christmas holiday season and Happy New Year. And uh, we can't wait to come back here uh, in the new year. So, KD, I'm going to turn it to you now, and you can say goodnight, folks, with a few words and, and maybe a couple of Christmas wishes yourself, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, Paulie, same to you and yours. Uh, make sure, you know, you keep it trimmed up using Manscaped yeah. over, the, over the next week or so. 
have your wife playing with your Christmas uh, balls. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and obviously, uh, oh, you know, man. to everybody listening, uh, you know, a safe and healthy holidays. No drinking and driving. Call an Uber. Call a friend. Have a designated driver. That's real important. And, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas uh, to all. Happy holidays. And uh, looking forward uh, to the upcoming season. And one last time, Jack Johnson, baby. <laughs> Drink. <sighs> Woohoo! All right. Say goodnight to the folks, KD. Goodnight, folks. As always, and very soon, let's go, Rangers!